Hello, 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 and welcome to the Big Barry Podcast. My name is Sean Barry, and I'm the host of this show. That's not a show, but it's returning, coming back to you after a weird hiatus because I took a pyramid scheme job like an idiot uh, until my untimely death of whatever, what have you. But people, I'm gl- glad to be back, glad to be talking, glad to be able to pump these podcasts back out with you. And I'm also glad to be with my guest today in his lovely Hoboken apartment that he's so graciously letting us record in. Uh, he is a stand-up comedian. He's also the host of his own podcast, I Want My Podcast, a 90-day fiancé podcast. Please applaud in your cars or whatever from Miguel Bucino. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank yes. you very much. Yes, how are yes, you? Please uh, do not clap. Be, uh, keep your hands on the wheel. Or, or do. Listen, if I, yeah. this podcast killed somebody... <laughs> Oh, that make me so happy. Just, you'll, you'll take that as a credit? I will take it as a credit. Killer of one <laughs> to ten lives, depending on who they hit in nice. the car. Yes, but, Super uh, nice. And people, if you listen to my other podcast, To Mike Minimum, you've already heard Miguel, we're talking talk comedy, but here, yeah. we don't have to talk about that. We get to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Really? Everything? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, uh, I reached out to you because uh, I was listening to one of your episodes and I thought to myself, like, why don't I just... Hit up Sean, and then we can talk about something that I think we both like. Because yeah. when I heard our episode that we did with the um, with the with the other podcast, uh, we didn't really get to, the chance to talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, we didn't. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to Sean. I'm gonna tell him like, hey, we should talk about wrestling. Yeah, it's perfect. It's been, so. it's one of the, one of those like when I first started the podcast, I wrote out like. A hundred ideas for podcasts. I've used up most of them. Now I'm just mm-hmm. scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> but but like pro wrestling was one of the ones I was like, I need to have a good guest on for this one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is perfect. Like, because you, I, if I'm not mistaken, were, were a pro wrestler. I was, yeah, I was. Uh, I was uh, the sensational Julio Marquez in Backyard. Uh, then I was Marco Corona in ASPW, I believe it was called. <laughs> All-Star Pro Wrestling. Yeah, ASPW in uh, North Carolina, I believe. Elizabeth, North Carolina. And then uh, I was back to uh, being Julio Marquez in um, CW. Nice. Championship Wrestling. Championship yeah. Wrestling. And uh, Kingsport, Tennessee. See, I don't know much about the indie leagues. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big wrestling fan, but it's like I'm a recent convert. Like okay. I, I only started watching in 2016. Okay. Like I just like, it, no. It, when was whenever Shane McMahon uh, jumped off the cage against Undertaker? It was right after that. He's like, it blew up my like social media feeds. That was like WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah it was a WrestleMania, WrestleMania and I'm like, all right. This is now cool because I used to think of it like this dumb thing, and I yeah. realized, oh no, this is awesome. <laughs> no, it really is. Uh, that's why I like wrestling because it's like it's, it's like it's 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 a soap opera for man. Yeah, it's, it's just drama, and then there's you know there's like it's, acrobatics. It's a ballet with buff men. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's what it is with insane storylines and just jack dudes pretending to hurt each other than actually getting hurt. Tight clothes and everything. Tight, tight clothes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I love wrestling, man. It's, yeah. it's just it's such a cool sport. I, I call it sport. It's a it's sports entertainment, right? It's yeah, the official, it's the official yes. definition of it. Yeah, uh, I I know it's uh, predetermined and everything, and a lot mm-hmm. of people complain about that. But it's like, again, it's just for entertainment. But, so. but that's the thing, though. It's like I explained to people. It's like, yeah, it's predetermined. But if they do it right, like you don't know who's gonna win, yeah. Yeah. and also it's like. You know, isn't that better sometimes? Like, this, because, like when you watch a regular sport, you know, there's, there's storylines in it. Mm. But, like, the best storyline doesn't necessarily win at the end of the day, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, this past season, like, the Super Bowl was between the Niners and the Chiefs. Right. And, like, there's, like, this storyline of, like, 
of like, well, the Niners win will be a third quarterback to win it for the franchise. Mm-hmm. And then this one it was Andy Reid, a guy who'd constantly been there, but never, you know, he was always a uh, bridesmaid, never a bride. And that, that's just cool stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah. And he happened to win at the end, but like, if you scripted it, does it really take away the you know the genuine reactions from it? No, not exactly. really. It's that, a really good story. That's my big pitch on wrestling. It's like, listen, it's storytelling. Every sports storytelling is this one's just a little bit more. I love it, man. I love it. And I think it's kind of like comedy, too, in a way. I mean, you you kind of get up there and kind of tell a story about well, you. That's the or like part. how you view the world. So, yeah, so like when I first started getting into it is I had actually heard. So, like, I'd always, admittedly, my girl, I was like, that's fucking stupid. Because I, I was <laughs> yeah. I was Greco-Roman wrestling. I was okay. just, like, straight up high school. Like, right, right, right. This yeah. is how you do it, damn it. <laughs> and then I heard uh, Chris Jericho and uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler on podcasts. And I'm like, all right, these guys are cool. But I'm like, yeah, just, you know, I still, but I still wasn't into it. And then I finally just started watching some, like, yeah. raw. Um, the cool one right now is AEW. AEW is the uh, big. I'm a big sucker. I never miss it. I watch it every Wednesday since they started. And I, I, I can probably say that I made the jump from WWE. Uh, I have as well. I mean, I don't have the time to, like, follow it, follow it. But like I, I here's I don't like this is the most twenty first century problem of like I don't get to watch these TV shows, but I yeah. read the recaps about them. <laughs> like, yeah. But I follow like, the YouTube and stuff, and uh, you know, sp- I guess it's spoiler alert. It already happened. John Moxley's now the champion. Yes. Uh, when yes. he when he left WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, no women's listening to this anymore. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when he left WWE, I was like, holy shit, because he was a top five guy. Yeah, he was one. Of, he was at the top. Uh, he was one of the. Guys, I mean, definitely. he was part of the for Shield sure, yeah. and, like, yeah. you know, but, like, he clearly hated being WWE. Yeah, he was the mouthpiece for the Shield. And they apparently they offered him, like, 20 million bucks to come back per year. And I'm like, and he was like, nope. Yeah. That, which is cool. But now he's champion, as I think. is the- In AEW. He's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin of AEW. Yeah. And uh, he's I think he's a complete badass. I, I absolutely love Moxley. I love Moxley more than I love, uh, uh, what was his name? I forgot it already. Oh, uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, yeah. yeah Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose was fun. Like when he, w- so my first year of watching wrestling was the year he got the championship from uh, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. It was he won. He won Money in the Bank. Yeah. Roman Reigns was champion, and Seth Rollins just came back as a heel. Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns in a big, like, long forty-minute drawn-out, you know, unnecessarily long match, mm-hmm. and then Dean Ambrose last minute pops up, hits him with a dirty. Uh, Whatever his move, I think it was a dirty, dirty deeds. Dirty yeah. deeds yeah. Wins the championship. Room. I'm like, oh, that's what. Oh. Yeah, I love his finisher too. It's like it's so simple. It's just a DDT. Yeah, it's just DDT. But like, it's so it's so. I don't know. It's just like effective. It's like the Stone Cold Stunner. It's like it's a stupid move. Yeah, well, every it's like, so cool to sell. Exactly, because he's just like you just do it and you're like and then you rely on your partner to really sell. Yeah, them, sell yeah. like it is cool. So actually, I want to get into like so. How did you? I did you grow up with this? Yes, yes, yes. So I grew up with it. I mean, just this is really like, good punch, I grew up by the way. This is like really good, right? Really good. Yeah, right. It's so good. It's like I just put it on in the street in the corner, and then I just mix it with um mm-hmm. with a uh, sparkling water. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's really good. Taste. Very tasty. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, in Mexico, growing up in Mexico, it's like it's just part of the culture. It's like wrestling, uh, soccer, uh, bullfighting boxing those are like oh and like formula one i guess you could add to it yeah it's like the top five things that everybody likes mm-hmm. but like the top two definitely have to be pro wrestling and soccer yeah so obviously i grew up in a household that loved wrestling and loved soccer so mm. i mean from the very beginning i was introduced to it and i loved it and i just like watch i mean when you're little and you see all this like people with with mask and flashy colors mm-hmm. and 
it's like watching I don't know like the uh, what do they call them um, like the Wiggles yeah, yeah you know it's like yeah, watching yeah. the Wiggles when you're here and like you watch all these colorful things and then this real men flying and, mm-hmm. and you go oh my god this is amazing exactly and, like, it, it attracts your it call you know. Yeah, it's like it's like a kid. Like you're like, wow! Like because they they, they literally seem like superhumans, right? Because they're so big and strong, or like they can just fly off the top rope right. somewhere, and you're like, yeah. wow! Exactly. So you know, I grew up watching that. I obviously wanted to be a pro wrestler or a soccer player mm-hmm. or whatever else, and uh, yeah. So I I that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be. Yeah, that's cool. So like, yeah. how did you like? How does it get like? I know there's like clubs you can join here, and they like kind of teach you moves. Is that just something like you just joined up to get to start to start your mini career? Or well, you could go to a school. You could go to like, a, like yeah. in Mexico they have like the arenas. They have mm-hmm. the wrestling schools. You can join in. Uh, they used to be very um, tough about like who like very uh, picky about who would join in. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much anymore. Really, I think now they're pretty much open to anybody. That's cool. And it's the same way here. Now you see a lot of like old school wrestlers like from like the attitude era mm-hmm. opening their schools wrestling schools all yeah. over the country so well, i mean it's smart because like well i mean that's the biggest thing of in my time watching is that the women's movement is huge oh huge. like he's now women's wrestling i mean it's definitely not equal to it but it's definitely uh respectable this one like there's enough top tier yeah. performers that are just simply yeah. you know changing it like uh the movie that came out last year fighting with my family all about mm-hmm. page like that was a really popular movie and it was really well done yeah. Oh, I, I I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. but I believe it was pretty well done because it was. I think it was produced by The Rock, wasn't it? Yeah, The Rock produced it. He was, he, yeah, he produced it and he cameoed in it. Wow, that's God, I mean that's cool. God forbid you can't see The Rock for like five minutes in a yeah. movie. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much uh, um, how it is down there. But I didn't really get into like pro wrestling until I got to the states. So mm-hmm. I moved here when I was twelve years old. And I met a, I had a friend in uh, middle school because I was in eighth grade, and um, turned out that we found we had like the same sense of humor, so that's how we connected. Even though because I didn't speak the language and he mm-hmm. didn't speak Spanish, so that's how we connected just through our sense of humor and goofy whatever we used to do. Yeah. And then um, I remember one time I was watching wrestling. And uh, I invited her over to my house, like, the next week to watch wrestling. <laughs> and he thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever, too. Because yeah. he's never seen it, apparently. I'm like, how can you live here and not watch wrestling? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was introduced to pro wrestling through my father because he was watching it. And then, like I said, I introduced my friend to it. And then we kind of just became, like, really, really uh, passionate about it. Yeah. To the point that uh, we started doing it in my garage. Mm-hmm. They will hang the belts. And then we'll <laughs> use, like, my my father's ladder to like <laughs> climb up and get the belt but like it wasn't like we wouldn't do anything we'll just climb up and pretend that we're going up the, for the belt yeah uh, and that evolved into like a whole wrestling promotion like backyard wrestling promotion yeah i've heard so many stories of that like like of oh, just yeah. like back like literally people just set up a wrestling ring in their backyard and invite people over and oh, like, yeah. then they try to perform man it's so admirable because it's such a like you know we, we talked on about stand up all the time like getting people to come out and support us is hard but getting somebody to come out and be like, hey, you ever watch us uh, pretend to beat each other up for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so it's funny. Real quick. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So then there was this like, kid behind my house. He used to live behind my house. Um, his name was Brandon. And uh, we got him to join in because he loved wrestling as well. He was a year younger. And um, we got him to uh, join in. We started doing uh, like like little moves little by little like in our house and then mattresses and shit. Then we ended up building a ring 
mm-hmm. his backyard. Like in his backyard. Yeah. And uh, and then from there, uh, his little brother joined in. And then his little brother knew other kids, so they joined in. And then those kids knew more kids, so they joined in. So next thing you know, we had like a whole fucking like 30 kids. Yeah. Just like, just you know. <laughs> and me and my friends, like since we were like the original four. Yeah. We had to like write down storylines. Like everybody came out with their names and everything. Mm-hmm. We were the ones that had to write down like storylines, who was gonna wrestle who, how much time they had, who's gonna do an interview. And now all of this is like it wasn't on YouTube yet. Yeah. Just but, a little pre like pre internet era. Right, right, right. I mean, it was uh, like it still had YouTube, like none of us had money to put, you know, to buy a camera to actually Yeah, to film it and then So when that happened is um we got one of our my my friend's mom to sign up a um, for a camera mm-hmm. at the local TV access channel, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended up having a TV show, like an hour show. <laughs> so in an hour we had wow. to like yeah. So we in an hour we had to put all these thirty kids to work basically. Wow, that's yeah. that's actually really cool. You literally had your own television wrestling show yeah that's on just kidding but that's like so many stories blow up like that that's cool. yeah, i wish ours did but yeah, it'd be cool like you do it now man you just film it on your iphone or whatever yeah. and you're like okay well, now it's we... way easier but we're all yeah. way older so yeah just, um, just now it's a little bit sadder yeah yeah now it's just like, <laughs> yeah we're uh, all in our 30s and we're just starting to form a wrestling league so he's not hitting me that hard i gotta go to work in the morning <laughs> yeah. uh guys no chairs today i uh yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, that was really cool. But then after that, we got into a fight. I broke away from them, and I found an. Uh, you know, it's so stupid. This is so mm-hmm. stupid. It's so funny. Uh, I broke away from them. I went my own way, and like two days later, my friend uh, Jeff, uh, he hit me up on MySpace, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, I heard you left uh, NCW. Like, would you like to like come in and check out a, like old promotion? It's called <laughs> RBYW." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll check it out. I'll come Saturday after you know detention or whatever, because like I had to like go after school for some stupid I did." Yeah. Uh, so uh, I went to their house, and uh, they're like, "So, like, we heard that you know how to do moonsaults." I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Can you do a moonsault right now until the matches?" I was like, "Sure." And I did a moonsault, and they just looked at each other like. Yeah, yeah, we got we Fuck we got a yeah. good one finally. <laughs> so uh, then more kids joined in that federation or that promotion, and um, I made like my TV appearance too because I got them a TV show, and uh, I made my um, my TV appearance with them, <laughs> and like you know it was crazy. Yeah. In our minds. Yeah. It was crazy. It is crazy, though. But like, <laughs> I was like the Hulk Hogan. It was like one day I was in this show and then another yeah, one was on this you, show. You left, came back as Hollywood. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. It was really fun. So that's that's how it all really started. Then after that, I moved to Tennessee and I found a local wrestler and he kind of like took me under his wing. Yeah. And, um, you know, had me like set up ring, set up chairs, ref here, ref there. Yeah. And then, uh, eventually got me in the ring. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Then you, you know, then you're basically, well, would you, would you considered a professional wrestler when you're doing it like that or still just an amateur? Like it's a non until you get at to. At that point you're an indie wrestler. Indie wrestler. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's like, it's like when you do comedy shows, but you don't do clubs, but you do like okay, yeah. So other I'm, shows. I'm an indie like, comic. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, like you I'm just doing I mean? bar like, shows. Yeah, so I, I guess that's that's where I left off, and then I hurt my knee, and then I couldn't do it anymore. That's fair. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Yeah, the, the retirement age. Well, it is such an injury prone. Like you see, I mean, top guys just go out with like 
you know, stuff you'll see it too. Like when it's like a seems like a minor injury, and then just they right. pounds, and then next thing you know, you're done. Yeah, that, that is the fucked up dark side of wrestling, though. It's like they don't really have decent health insurance, which is why so many guys they have nothing. Which is they just crush freaking painkillers, yeah. and you and can't really the, like lie. Yeah. You know, you can't be like, oh, I'm a, I'm in construction, and then they see you on TV like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. saw you win the intercontinental title last Sunday at No Mercy, and <laughs> yeah. what do you mean you're in construction? Yeah, uh, yeah, we need you. Yeah. So their insurance is probably like health insurance is probably really high. Yeah, through the roof because you're literally. I mean, especially in the old days with before there's like regulations on stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're taking mm-hmm. you're taking chairs, you're getting yeah. you know, cut open and like Oof. blood everywhere. That's why I like about AEWs. They kind of brought back the blood. I like that. I like, I like that a it lot. too. I don't know how they do it in a safe manner, though. Like I, I haven't looked into like because I kind of want to keep a little bit of a mystery because I'm like, yeah. definitely. There's no way. There's like, I mean, I assume they everything they cut themselves, they sterilize heavily. Oh, they but, have to. But yeah, still, just 100%. having blood on the fucking mat that can't be good. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially like because I remember um, just recently before the uh, title match between Moxley and Jericho, mm. uh, I remember when Jer- uh, Moxley attacked Jericho, yeah, and, like hit him hard, like hit yeah, he hit cut his, him, cut his eye, yeah. right? But like I was like, oh, Jer-, and then I heard Jr. like, oh, Jericho's bleeding, Jericho's <laughs> bleeding, and yeah. I was like, how do you get those? So I went back and I looked mm-hmm. at it and I just followed Chris Jericho with my eyes because like they don't yeah. take him off the of the shot because yeah, everybody's you know everybody's focused yeah so they couldn't get him off the shot and uh, you can clearly see him do the old school thing where he like comes down and everybody kind of like surrounds him so yeah he just yeah. starts cutting away <laughs> I was like oh Jericho oh Jerry man he he's he's my favorite wrestler oh by far yeah like yeah, he's, yeah. he's in terms of just of the persona he's developed his ability in the ring and just kind of like knowing how to work a crowd like there's no one better there's truly just no one better he's the greatest in the world i think he's he might be i i mean he might be the greatest of all time to be honest with you i think so because like i know a lot of people don't think so a lot of people would say like oh hogan is the greatest because his gimmick was great you can say the undertaker rick flair bret hart stone cold the rock like you can put all those guys in that category but it's like how many of those guys have really reinvented themselves every like two three years it's a complete reinvention of the character right. of jericho right. like you know like you know sometimes he literally does it just by changing how he looks and like when he yeah. came when he brought out the scarf a couple years ago i was like that's yeah, stupid beautiful but then it was like no the scarf really works it's so stupid but it works like everything you he know? did at one point it just like it worked yeah. the scarf the list and then, um, and then this, when he changed his music at AEW to uh, Judas, it, it yeah. like it just like oh wow, this is a whole new persona. It's whole, it's new. Because, you know, Fozzie, his band is great, and I'm yeah. like, I, I just really like the guy. Like I was like, this guy is awesome. Yeah, I've, like, I dude, I've been following Jericho since like Mexico since he was like Corazon de Leon. Yeah, so it was like I knew about him, and then mm-hmm. when I saw him, he was uh, he made the jump to WWE. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, Jericho's my guy because like he was always like under like he wasn't like. He wasn't a main event, but he was, like, upper main event. Like, he was, like... Yeah, he's always been, like, the guy in the mix, but he's never been, like... They never made him the top guy. Right, he was, like, in like, the he, upper I mean, he would, he's, I mean, he won the championship a hand... I don't know how many times off the top of my head, but they would never let him be, like, a true champion, you know? Right, like, right. Like, the way they push Cena or Reigns or... Right, they would never the put it on him, but, I mean, they should have. He was well, a gold mine. Yeah, because he's not that big. Right. I mean, he's huge. He's like six two, two fifty or something. <laughs> right, but in their eyes, it's but like, like in their eyes, he's like mm, he's a pipsqueak. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's why I think Jericho's, like, the greatest of all time because he was able to go to, like, Mexico, uh, Canada, Japan. Uh, I think he was in Europe for a while. He was He's all over the country. He's every, he, everywhere, and everywhere he went, he won titles. And not only that, but he had a, he was just, he had different gimmicks. And, like, I, I don't want to say this again, but he reinvented himself throughout his career and it's and he's still going yeah he's i think he's 51 something like that but he's <laughs> still you know doing I mean. this like he still gets up every day that's a guy that loves the business yeah like he just lo- like he lives and then here's the, he takes he's taking years off to tour with his band mm-hmm. and then he comes back like nothing's changed <laughs> yeah He's yeah. so good, dude, and he's very smart too. Because like you know, he had the walls of Jericho. So, but in order to like separate from that character, he had mm-hmm. to like come up with a new move. So he did the uh, code breaker. Yep. But then he thought, I can't be taking bumps every, you know, yeah, every, every time I have a match. Yeah. So he like changed it to like the roaring elbow. Yep. Which is just like a silly, you know, just elbow move. Just yeah. elbow. But it's like he just shaved like another. You know, you save like another twenty years. Yeah, and of then his he, career. Then he adds in the uh, the walls of Jericho, and it's literally nothing. <laughs> it's just yeah, so it's like, like dude, these just say like, he changes everything. He's 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 a great. He's charismatic as hell. Yeah. So like, there's no way that I mean, you can throw in all his, the numbers, all the money that Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Rock, yeah. maybe Cena. I don't know. But none of them. All can, they made. None of them can change from face to heel in uh, one like one monologue like him mm-hmm. and ha- have the audience be completely fine with it. Like no, no, right. no other wrestler I've seen him. I mean, granted my lim- I've only watched five years now, but mm-hmm. in my limited time, I'm like, this guy is my favorite. Yeah. Oh dude. He's, mm-hmm. he's amazing. I absolutely. He's like one of my top favorites. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Like your top guys, my top guys. I always had, um, uh, I had the, the Jericho, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, I absolutely love Triple H, but I wouldn't put him up there. But I would say Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that seemed to be everybody's. Like, again, I came in in uh, 2015 or so, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. And then my like the first people I really liked were Enzo and Big Cass. Oh, they're they're amazing. They came out. They had like this them. great swagger, and like they were, and then they fell off the face of a cliff because they turned out they're kind of assholes in real life. Yeah, but <laughs> but I like I really really dug what they were doing, and then it was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Like, I love Kevin Owens. Yeah, and then, but that's the thing is when Kevin Owens then started working with Jericho, it really mm-hmm. put him over the top. Of course. Like, when during the festival of friendship, and he just puts him through the ta- <laughs> through the TV. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, oh. Dude, Jericho and Kevin Owens, they just, they're like, we don't know what to do with you. Yeah. So they just like, they, they, just, they started writing their own shit. Yeah. They that was literally just all him. It was all uh, Kevin <laughs> Owens and, uh, and Jericho. I remember it was literally just an episode of Raw, and I think Kevin Owens needed the tag team. And Jericho just like I'm here, and then and next week he's like he's my best friend. <laughs> like they just declared themselves best friends, and then like well him. that's canon now. I love him. I love. Him. I lo- that's another guy that I have, that I've been following since like the beginning. Kevin yeah. Owens, uh, when he was in Ring of Honor and uh, Sami Zayn as well. When yeah. they made like it's so funny because like you see all these guys in the indies, and then yeah. you see them make it to WWE. It's just like. Like, you feel like you made it with them. Yeah. Like, it was the case with CM Punk, Samoa Joe, uh, Daniel Bryan, mm. uh, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens. It's kind of like how I feel about Ricochet Zane. now. 
Ricochet the same way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, Again, like I feel like WD is currently screwing him. I remember I, I watched. Yeah, uh, it was Ricochet versus Will Ospreay that like a legendary oh. match. It was just so good. They, it's they both high fly for people who don't watch wrestling. You should listen to this. They're two high flying. Like they're you know they're obviously in great shape, but they're kind of little guys. Talented. And it's just just Google it online. It's one of the best matches of wrestling you could ever watch. It's just it truly incredible and exciting. Another guy I like now is Kenny Omega. Oh, I love Kenny Omega. I remember his fight against Shinsuke a couple years ago was so good in, in Japan. Yes. That's just, I, I would love to go to Japan and watch some wrestling. I feel like that there, it's yeah. just a whole... I mean, it's the same, obviously, but that's just that level where they... Just they, to be there and watch they, it live, yeah. Yeah, because it's like anything. What what the buy-in in each country is is yeah. a little different. Like, obviously, in Mexico, there's a lot more luchador stuff. Yeah. And in this country, it's a lot more, you know, America, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then in Japan, it's like, all right, some of us are robots. Yeah, I'll do, <laughs> like, I, absolutely. I was listening to a podcast with Nia Ross, Nyla Ross, mm-hmm. and uh, she was saying that she fought a wrestler called the Ghost or the Phantom. I don't believe it. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. And she said it was like it was like one of her favorite matches because it was just like it was. It had some comedy aspects to it, but also had some really good wrestling. So mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm, I'm actually that's on my list. Yeah. Of videos to watch. Yeah, I would check that out. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, like so yeah, like obviously you did it for such a long time, mm. but like, like I guess just like what like techniques and like stuff like how it how is it in the ring? Like I've never I'm always curious what that experience is like when you're just truly just is it like you know I played sports growing mm. up. I'm like you know when I'm I don't really notice the crowd or anything. I'm just like I gotta do my thing to complete my objective. Is that like the same thing too? Where you're like is it like being like what's it like being on stage now doing stand up? Like you're kind it's, of feeding off that energy. All right, to me it was like doing stand up. And that's why I love stand up so much because it's like the same feeling. It's the same feeling when you're on stage, you're hanging out, you're doing your thing, right? But you also have, I mean, not on stage, I'm sorry. Uh, when you're in the ring, uh, my main concern was to like always remember my moves. Mm-hmm. Just like when I'm on stage, I always have to be like, remember your fucking jokes. But if you, if like, if the crowd is eating it and you're yeah. fucking going, you don't need to remember your jokes. They just come out. Yeah. So it's the same thing when you're in the ring. When you're in the ring, if the crowd is fucking into it, then you don't need to remember your moves. You kind of just remember. It just flows. So I had I had plenty of those, but I also had plenty of like, I'm in the middle of a lock. I'm like, what the, what's the next move? <laughs> and my friend would be like, are you fucking kidding me? We went over this like 20 times. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, but so yeah, like when, when like the crowd is into it, it flows. Yeah. Just, it can, can it like change a match too? Just like the intensity or like. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, you're just like like this free flowing. Like, would you like even improvise a little too? Then like you like throw in some moves, or is it still uh, keep, yes. keeps it the script? No, no, no. Sometimes, like it, it really depends. If you know the other person well enough, mm-hmm. maybe you might be able to like improvise. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know somebody, you might just have like you have to stick to the, to the script. Yeah, or like whatever you guys have planned, like whatever, because like the booker only comes up to you and they're like, okay. Who like uh, all right, let's have this guy and this guy. You guys go against each other. You're going over. You guys have five minutes, eight minutes, and you go all right. So what's your best move? What's my best move? And then we just you know. So you step, you you still uh, you stay with that. You have to what? Do, oh fuck! I forgot. Um. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. It's getting cut. <laughs> uh. 
Here, just jogging like you're in the ring. You have the, your moves. You're in the, you like, basically just follow whatever you guys talked about. Like, oh yeah, you stay. Plan, you stay. Just, yeah, you play it safe. But like I said, if if you know somebody very well, like I knew my friend JC Roberts, mm-hmm. like you can literally just go out there because you know him. He knows you. So yeah. go out there and do whatever. So with that, like when you're in the independent scene, like who picks, who wins, and who loses? Just like the Booker. The Booker. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the Booker will come out to you and be like, okay, so we might do a program with you. And so and so, and you know, you're gonna lose a couple matches. So and so is gonna win a couple matches, and mm-hmm. gonna go back and forth, and they'll you settle it like a month from now. Okay, and that's cool because now you know you have work for the next two months. Yeah, you get a rematch. So, yeah, like so it's cool. That's, and, that's you know, cool. You get to so do like interviews and everything. Because so. my thing is like you know, I I haven't been to too many indie shows. I'm mm-hmm. mainly you know WWE and like NXT. Uh, so like like how is it like we need to just like develop heat in the ring? Also like when you were performing, were you more of a heel or face? I was a face. Really, I could see. Yeah, that. <laughs> I wanted to be. I wanted to be a heel, but like, I feel like everyone like, wants to be a like, heel though. I really, I mean, yeah, and like I thought it would be cool because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like I'm 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 brown and I'm in Tennessee. Yeah, like you yeah, know, like, I feel like yeah, we feel like it off like you know the evil foreigner that yeah, comes taking into, her jabs. Yeah, taking everybody's jabs. But like they're like. No, but like the promoters, like look at me. He's like, dude, you fucking you, you have a good, you're a good looking guy. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't fucking have you going out there and people hate you. Like yeah. just so, uh, so yeah, I play face most of the time, and it was it was cool. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, but again, you can't you can't be dirty. You can't use any. You have to play by the play the bug. Yeah, yeah. You so like, like, you can't. Do I'm much. doing this for every little kid out here tonight, yeah. defending them. I remember I bought the uh, Chris Jericho book. Uh, he like released the books like Alliance Dale, I believe it was called, and uh, it was like his first all the old his years until he made it to WWE until the countdown. Um, and I remember reading it. and I remember him uh, saying how he would often, when he was a face, he would like hit the bad guy, the the heel, and then he would look at a little kid and be like, "This one's for you, buddy." And then the kid would be like, "Yeah." So like I remember like I tried that trick plenty of times too. And uh, that was really fun. Like it really does work. No, I believe it. Because then the kid goes, "Yeah, he's the one for me." Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was that was nice. Um, also, we had a um, one time. I, I remember I went. My match went a little too too long. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, uh, what's it like blowing the light on that? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so so this one was funny. It was uh, it was in North Carolina, and I we went over our time. I think it was like two or three minutes over our time. And uh, so two guys came in. Like, they just did, it like, a run-in, mm. and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's just, you guys went over your time, and, you know, David sent us out here to fucking beat you up or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> ah, fuck, I was, I was just calling it home right now. But <laughs> So we're all just talking while they're going, ah, ah, like, they're, like, you know, pretend punching <laughs> boom, 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 us, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so, yeah, so then the next time we, something like that happened, I remember I told my friend, I'm like, next time that happened, since you're the heel, get out of the ring and pretend that you sent those guys to beat me up. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes so sense. it doesn't look too stupid. That's a good cover. So we did that and David was pissed. And uh, then they took us in a meeting and uh, they just set us down and they started talking like nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember what they were talking about. They were just, I, I do remember uh, hearing them say something like, oh, uh, you know, you guys can't do this. You know, sometimes people go over their time. But, like, they never referred to us as yeah. the people that went over time. They would just yeah. be like, some people go over the time. I'm hearing some people are doing this. Yeah, like, yeah. some people sometimes are late, and we're like... And then they just went on in this fucking tent. Like, I don't even know what they said for, like, 10, 20 minutes. I'm yeah. like, there's people out there waiting for the show to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? That's funny. 
So yeah, it was it was it was a fun experience. Yeah, that's cool. I guess you, right, we get off your career and go into like more uh, event. Like, what's like your favorite? Uh, you know, I, I think most people watch WWE, obviously. Yeah. Uh, like, what's your like favorite like main like mainstream pay per view? Like, because for me, I always love a Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is it's uh it's I like it I like it yeah. a lot because they always have like a surprise that that's what I think is you always get the surprise entrance you know it's kind of mm-hmm. so it's gonna be usually they try their best to make it a surprise winner too yeah like so it's not I mean except for the years when they just have Roman Reigns win but <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, fuck those years yeah um I would I would say I like I have always been a big fan of Survivor Series mm-hmm. and I mean besides WrestleMania I think uh, Survivor Series is one of my favorites um. I liked it especially when they did the thing with ECW. I wish it had better stars, by the way, but yeah, they did what they could with what they had. Uh, but yeah, Survivor Series I think is my favorite, just because it's like a team. team yeah, uh, team versus team. team yeah. like, you got like the elimination factor. Yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah. it's always the top top guys versus each other. You know, right, right. I mean, now it's a little weird with Survivor Series because like it's just like SmackDown versus Raw, and they try to compete like this. I'm like, you're all paid by the same company. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't think actually cares. Right. Yeah. Uh, have Have you been keeping up with the up to date now with uh, Raw and everything? Mm-hmm. So it, what the fuck are they doing? Uh, I I will honestly I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know the writers that they hire. I guess they're like the writers for like sitcoms and soap operas. Like so, they don't really have real wrestling. Yeah, like people that know wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because so, like, so I was talking with a friend of mine, just mm-hmm. uh, James Boylan. He's been on this podcast. He's coming on back on soon. And we're both like, why would they take the title and give it off the fiend going into WrestleMania and put it on Bill Goldberg? I just don't like it. Like, why? Like, this is it the Super Showdown. Yeah, they that Super Showdown. They just did this, and like, it's just like, why would you put like your to- a guy who has a lot of heat as a heel? He's this weird, creepy character. Bray Wyatt or The Fiend now is, like, mm-hmm. considered, like, this whole, like, he's really well liked. His, his swamp angle's gone. And now he's, like, this weird uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing. And then they're like, no, no, let's get rid of him. Well, this is this is the thing I don't understand about his gimmick. Because when he was Bray Wyatt and he had the, the Wyatt family, yeah. it was a cool fucking concept. And then mm-hmm. they fucking had him job out to, like, everybody. Yeah. He, he got and I'm like, you guys had the potential to have a new Undertaker here, mm-hmm. and you just ruined it. Yeah. They, and I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to come back ever again. And then mm-hmm. he came back as the Fiend, and I'm like, you guys have just gave him a second chance. Yeah. Yeah, you just gave him this whole new thing, and, like, it's it's great. It's yeah. creepy. It's weird. Like, I was and just, you I'm, have the opportunity again to fucking make something out of it, and... Again, you blew it. And instead of having him have the title and versing Cena or something to put him way over, they're like, nah, let's put on the old guy who can barely hit a spear anymore. Oh, that was, that, that is so insult. Yeah, this is why I can't watch WWE anymore. Yeah, which is why, well, I think that's, that is like why there's like this, like, you know, us, our age, it's not for us anymore. It's like they, they really aim squarely at like 12 year olds. Well, you think they're aiming for us because they're giving us Bill Goldberg? Like, yeah, the new kids don't know Bill Goldberg. Exactly. That, that's 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 where the weird paradigm shift is. Is like they're they're targeting them, but they're going with their old glory days. But like guys right. like us who watch it with like kind of like a meta angle, we're like we we are also thinking about like the business side of it. Like <laughs> yeah. of like I this yeah, we're thirties now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm still in my twenties. Uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you know, like we're all watching like this meta. Like you know, we we want like like the idea of just like because we're all like kind of writing storylines in our head. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and obviously they're never gonna do what you, we want them to do. But like, when they just do these insane things all the time. 
it's just it's crazy and it doesn't make any sense like at all it doesn't make any sense uh yeah i feel that like it's just this weird which is why i thought wwe was gonna get a lot better mm-hmm. with the debut of a of aw because like now you have legit competition again right but like see here's the thing like WWE cannot, and they know this, they cannot go toe-to-toe with AEW because mm-hmm. AEW has better storylines and much better wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, WWE has amazing wrestlers, but they don't yeah. let them do what, what they want. They don't let them perform at 100%. Yeah, because they, they, because they know how much their workload is, is that they can't have them performing, that, like doing high-flying, super right. dangerous stuff every night because the more likelihood of risk comes in, and you got to be able to sell tickets because that's right. where they make their real money is on the road shows. Right. So yeah. so they know that. They can't compete against AEW. So what's the next big thing? It's like, let's send NXT to, you know, pretty yeah, much to, go head-to-head yeah, head 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 head. with AEW, which now they do it on Wednesdays. They didn't have to, but they yeah, choose to. I don't know why. I think, honestly, AEW has better storylines mm-hmm. and really good wrestling. Mm-hmm. And NXT storylines seem very... Sometimes fake and just yeah. dumb. Yeah. But the wrestling is really good. Yeah. Like, like I like it just a little bit more than I like AEW's wrestling. Yeah. Like, just a little more. A little more. Like, because, you know, like guys like Johnny Gargano or Velveteen Dream. And right. Velveteen like, was amazing. Yeah. I saw them all last year. And I'm like, this was awesome. Just yeah. like, it just put, like, I'm like, this is what everybody wants. And, but, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, but like, instead, it's just. I, I don't know. It's just so confusing. Like, and also, I guess it's too. I'm just getting older. Like, right? Just kind of like, so in front of my toe was like, sometimes you just take a lap on something. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, I'm gonna get back to this when I can. Like, you take some time. Like, I, I haven't really watched watch in months, but yeah. like, I still follow up with them. Like, I'm just taking like a lap. I'm like, I want to get back into it. But uh, wrestling in general, I, like, ran on WrestleMania. Like, I missed yeah. the. Uh, I didn't. I missed watching Moxley and uh, Jericho because I'm not gonna pay sixty bucks. I'm like, <laughs> I, if they could team with a streaming partner, that'd be fucking great. That'd be amazing. If they were like, Am- I think they do. With um, they do on Bleacher. Uh, what's that? Br. Yeah, yeah Bleacher, Bleacher, Bleacher Report. Yeah. But you saw the pay. Oh, I was saying really? like if I'm if I like they teamed with like YouTube. Was that, you know, oh, like, okay, okay. And they okay. just streamed live on that. That'd be like the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Just to support AEW, I would buy a pay per view. Yeah, I, I mean, I bought video, yeah. I bought the the first one all in, all in. Yeah, okay, you did. Okay. Yeah, like that was. But I'm like, I can't do this like a couple times a year, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not made of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if they pair it up with a with a streaming company, that would be that would be a lot. Yeah, uh, so that would be like, better. Like, yeah. like, I mean, they already work with YouTube a lot with all the clips they post. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, yeah, just why not just have like a buy in or like or if you're like me, like I I pay for YouTube Red. Which is mm-hmm. seven bucks a month. I'm like, really? What? Yeah, and it's, it makes a huge difference. It does. Right? There's no ads, and then all their original content they have is you know ready to go. I'm like, if, if they just partner with YouTube and like, yeah, you can either you could either watch episodes of AEW live, or at the very least, you get all the pay per views to go with it. I'm like, fuck yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would definitely buy that instead of like a pay per view every fucking you know yeah, two or three I mean, months. I mean the ironic part is that they probably would make more money in the long run because they only do three pay per views a year. Mm-hmm. That's 180 bucks. But if you're paying uh 10 bucks a month, actually no, that's not how math. That is how I don't know how math works. Well, that would take I mean it would take it would be that would, we would be paying less, but they would make in more cuz more a lot more people would be Yeah, a lot more people. Yeah. So. so. Yeah. Yeah, they would definitely make more money that way. So I don't know. 
Uh, have you tried to go on the uh, Jericho cruise? The uh, no, no. That's mainly I just don't like cruises. Oh really? Yeah, I'm like, I don't like cruises either. But I think I might go next. I might. Well, if we're all still year. alive from coronavirus, then yeah. Oh yeah, that's like, true. That's true. <laughs> I don't like cruises because they are literally just disease infested yeah. monstrosities. And no offense to wrestling fans, <laughs> as we are, but they are not the most hygienic people. I agree. I mean, like, we've I all agree. If you're a fan of wrestling or you haven't been, if you haven't been, go to a wrestling show. You're guaranteed to have a good time. <laughs> but also, if you look at the people in the crowd, you're like, Ooh. Yeah, also bring Purell. <laughs> Purell. Uh, it, all the guys with neck beards, shave that shit. You know, like, you know the ones. Like, you know the ones. Oh, God. I saw, a, I think it was a Hell in the Cell. Uh-huh. And this guy was screaming, you're so fat, to Kevin Owens. And this guy was bigger than this room. <laughs> like, this guy was giant. <laughs> Enormous, and he's like, like Kevin Owens is a top at, like that guy's in good shape. He's a, yeah, he's got a belly, yeah, but he's in shape. You he's are shape. disgustingly fat. <laughs> I was just like, the audacity to call these literally perfect men anything is insane. That is pretty insane. Yeah, like, imagine insulting Braun Strowman to his face. I could not. I'm like. I don't even want to insult him through the TV. I'm like, this yeah, guy could yeah, this guy find could, out and just kill me one day. He's 6'9", 350. Like, Dude, it's huge. He should be the top star in all of wrestling. They won't let him. I know. Because he's, a, he's good on the mic. He's like, good on the he's mic. Good yeah. on the, when he won single-handedly the uh, the tag team uh, a couple of WrestleManias ago against uh, the bar. with A, I was pissed because they completely buried uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. But him doing it with little twelve-year-old kid, and he just beat them up. It's so funny. It's so funny. That sucks. Yeah, he just picked up. Yeah. Cesaro was another guy that I followed from the uh, indies. Yeah, he's great. Like, uh, when he was like Claudio Castagnoli, uh, there yeah. was this one match. I I, I, he's I a guy think I, it still holds up. Yeah, it's Claudio Castagnoli versus uh, Mike Quickenbush, mm-hmm. and it's just one of the most amazing matches. I, I like. I remember watching it on. Uh, Casa, I think it was Casa. It was like a download in. Yeah, yeah, that was like weird streaming. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of those were like, this definitely ruined my computer. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You download and it's like, you know, like really small, but yeah. you can still see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember watching it there and I just thought, I, like, it blew my mind. I was like, I just want to be a pro wrestler right now. Yeah. So is my the top guy from WWE? I want to move to AEW now. Like, in terms of like, he's so good, so strong, like, good looking guy, like, charming, like, why like and he's just like he's basically uses a fucking jobber yeah like yeah, well, go, the go. whole rumor about him is that Vince McMahon doesn't like him because he doesn't think he's good on the mic which is but nuts. then I found out about I found I, I heard him talk and I'm yeah. like this guy talks fine yeah he's, and not only that but he speaks like three or four languages three or four <laughs> languages he's yeah like he's fluent English and like like anything like he should be a top guy some but this guy can go to any market and speak the this, language this guy just, is as strong as your top heavyweights and can fly like a like a cruiserweight uh, it's insane that he's not being pushed the way yeah. that he should be but yeah i think he Big would Barry be great podcast officially endorses cesaro for everything <laughs> that's, a, that's a, the first official endorsement i've given out this year oh wow yeah there so, you go goes C- out to cesaro cesaro top top dude nice i like it mm. i like it what about your favorite wrestlers like who well, again, Who's in your top five? Top five. Okay, Jericho. I think mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, these are all pretty recent. Like I, I, okay, no, I, no, I went back and I studied all of wrestling. Uh-huh. So like I've really appreciated like just reading about this uh, Stone Cold's career. Mm-hmm. I think is great, but I think I, mean, I can't call him like my favorite because I just never really watched him. So I'd say uh, I'm gonna say number two is all the New Day. 
I think those, I love the new the day. The new day are just fantastic. They are amazing. They're charming guys. Talk about a trio that were given some shitty gimmick. They were given a turn it around and fairly fairly racist gimmick. <laughs> Super racist. Super racist gimmick. Turn around and now they're the biggest faces in the entire company. It was like the Mexicools. You ever remember the Mexicools? No. Okay, so <laughs> that's a funny one. See, those are the people that I mean they had this three Mexican wrestlers literally come out in like John Deere tractors. Mm-hmm. Dress it with like uh like like uh, what do they call them? Um, <laughs> like uh, yeah, like, they're like, like the rumpers, yeah, but like, for yeah, like, 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 a, like general rumpers. Yeah, I can't. What do they call the uh, overalls? Right? Well, they weren't over. Like they were actually yeah, like yeah, rumpers, jump, yeah, but like they, jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a janitor's jumpsuit <laughs> overall thing. And they came up with like you know some like stereotypical Mexican song and mm-hmm. and John uh, John Deere uh, tractors. And uh, um, yeah, they were they call them the Mexicools. Yep. <laughs> so it was it was kind of like this, yeah. but you know, the new day was able to like turn it into something yeah, really really profitable. Power positivity and mm-hmm. like yeah. So them them are number two as a whole. Uh-huh. Three have been the Miz. I love the Miz. Miz is so he's the best heel. Yeah. I hate it the fact they turn him into a face to help promote a shitty reality show. Ugh. But like he, he is a heel. So because him versus Daniel Bryan is so fantastic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they hate they, i think they really do hate each other in real life which is <laughs> the be best funny. I, I, it's hard they, they sell it so well i believe it mm-hmm. which is rare i'd say yeah the miz is simply fantastic i love that because i mean before daniel bryan joined wwe he was yeah. known as the american dragon yep brian danielson mm-hmm. and he was like easy at one point for like a couple of years he was like the number one pro wrestler in the yeah. entire world. He was oh. so good. He was just amazing. Arguably when he made is. it to WWE and he was uh, the Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, side or trainee. Trainee, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like NXT. In, in NXT, the early NXT. Everybody that knew wrestling just knew how silly that was. Because yeah. it's like, <laughs> like, here's a guy that has like a 10 plus year career, yeah. travel all over the world, and is well loved. And then he's. Uh, he has and, to be the trainee to the guy on the real world. Yeah, the guy. Like, I mean, he loves wrestling as well, but he loves yeah. wrestling in a different way. Yeah, yeah, I think the Miz is one of the one of the. Very, he's very underrated. Yes, especially now. He's. I definitely. Yeah, he's he's, he's a, got season now, and he's he's really really good. Yeah, uh, I'd say Kenny Omega next. Oh, I just, love Kenny Omega. Just, just awesome. Yeah, he's amazing. Like so, like when he. Uh, well, like his uh, all-in match was just fucking fantastic, and mm-hmm. then Moxie comes in and just DDTs him. And you're like, "Yep, this is <laughs> this is what this is what wrestling's all about." I love Omega. Uh, and then five, I'm gonna put Cena. Cena, because he's so interesting. Fun, he's so fun to hate. Like I love because he, here's the thing: he's goofy, he's bad, he's you know Vince McMahon's bitch boy. But mm-hmm. like, can you not think of wrestling and not think of John Cena? Right, like a little bit, like he is busy. He's just so. Plus, I love how his life's just gone to pieces since he and Nikki Bella broke up. Like <laughs> the funniest thing. All right, maybe I'm not gonna put him. He might be a top five person for me, but maybe yeah. not a wrestler because <laughs> I just got so much joy when he grew out his hair. Clearly, got some plastic surgery and like post all these sad emojis when Nikki Bella dumped him. Did it really? Yeah, it's his whole. I think he probably deleted them, but he went on like the like. Like how a 16-year-old girl goes through a breakup with 45-year-old John Cena <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> That's funny that you can be hated as a pro wrestler for like 10 years, and then your girlfriend dumps you, and you're like, sad emoji. Sad. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, John to... Cena, huh? Wow. Yeah, no. I, I won't, I, he's not I, a top five wrestler, but. Uh, one of my favorite John Cena moments, dude, is, uh, yeah, you can't see him. You can't see me. You can't see this podcast. I hope they see it. Yeah, I hope they see everybody. Like, they'll, they'll listen to this see podcast. this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I hate yeah. this podcast. Um, one of my favorite moments when he faced uh, RVD, and I think it was like in 2006 or seven, and he uh, and he went to wrestle RVD in a one-night stand, I believe it was called, the uh, pay-per-view for ECW. Yeah. Um, and and the, the entire place just fucking blew up when he when his music played and then he uh, he went into the ring and took his shirt and he normally throws it into the crowd and the crowd you know takes it they go wild but this time he threw it into the crowd and they throw it back at him so he goes that's fine he throws back somebody else and this they throw it back at him he did it like three times he finally throws it and it lands on a security guard and the security guard grabs it Throws it back into his face and then flips him off, and the whole place just goes fucking <laughs> ape shit. That's awesome. It is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then he wrestled, uh, like I said, RVD. Yeah. And the whole thing was just like it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was truly one of like the best nights in wrestling. It was like an AEW moment, yeah. old ECW moment when mm-hmm. like finally your hero, not the, not uh, WWE's hero, your hero wins. Yeah. It was a really nice moment. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna give my final like top five spot to Cody Rhodes for just what. Whoa, he, yeah, that's a really for, good one for what he has done to the game at this point. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, uh, in ring, yeah, he's not my favorite performer, yeah. but like what he's like. Remember, he left WWE kind of abruptly and angrily. Yeah, like I went to go just do indies. They wouldn't let him have the last name Rhodes for the longest time, mm-hmm. and then he went, you know, just by Cody, and then they were like, yeah, he turned around, started to build a nice following, used. You know, modern uh, media to his advantage. You know, mm-hmm. teamed up with uh, uh, the Young Bucks and everybody, and now it's a whole network. It's amazing what it they is. did, dude. In, in, in such a short amount of time, too. Yeah, my friend knows him. He's done like a couple Shit. interviews with him and everything. Oh, no, no we're cool. Yeah, and uh, he actually, this is his second year that he goes back. That invite him back to the uh, Jericho Cruise. Yeah, he performs there, and he fucking always kills it. Oh, I, I and he's just it. like Cody Rhodes. It's like one of the nicest people. He's like the whole Everyone fucking. Speaks all the wrestlers are like super yeah. nice, but like, like Cody's like yeah, when his, extremely like nice. His, like I got generally choked up between him and uh, Dusty. Uh, this past year, or I guess last year, when they like, I need my brother. Ah, like oh, just, dude, yeah, right. When they had that <laughs> epic match, and you're epic like, epic match, dude, blood, like, there's blood, uh, and then they're like, I need my brother. Ah, just dude, like, uh, it was so, it was so great. Where you're like, it's hitting the heartstrings. It's so cheesy, but so good. It, yeah, it really, it really did. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was moving. Yeah. Another one was when um when he did that interview with about Jericho, I believe. Yeah, I think it was on uh, Jericho's podcast. Oh my god, that was yeah. like one of the greatest interviews I've ever seen. Yeah. Like he just he went all fucking it was all over the place. It was emotional and he, he like you can tell that he felt mm. it. And the best thing is like they're not scripted. Yeah. Like in WWE. Like they basically it's like the old school days where they give you bullet points and then you just go out there with those bullet points. And remember, yeah. hit this, hit this, hit this, and fill it with whatever you want. Just make sure you hit this things. Mm-hmm. And he did it, dude. Yeah. That was amazing. It really was. All right, well, we're coming up to 50 minutes here. Oh, so, sure, yeah. yeah I, I like to keep, I'm trying to keep this between 40 and an hour. Yeah, man, whatever you need. Long. 
But uh, yeah, I guess any closing thoughts? Because I have like one thing where like I've never wrestled done any pro wrestling. I kind of want to do it, but I'm also a pussy. So I'm like, <laughs> I think what more I would I like to do is be a manager. I'd love to be somebody like like or like me as a pretty big guy comes out mm-hmm. and, like and I just talk some guy up and it comes out like a tiny little cruiserweight. That's my dream scenario. It's like just everyone assumes I'm the guy, yeah. And then behind me is like a little guy who beats the shit out of somebody. <laughs> that, <laughs> That'd be pretty a, good. I think it'd be good because I'm a pretty good talker. Yeah, you know, I'm big enough. I can take a bump or whatever. But like, you know, I'm not gonna be flying off any ropes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my my ultimate dream is to make it very far in the comedy business, mm-hmm. show business, that I get invited to like a WrestleMania where I have to do like something <laughs> with like a wrestler, yeah. and I get to hit like a moonsault or something, <laughs> or like something where they can be like, oh shit, he knows how to wrestle. Yeah, or like with, like Stephen Amell, like from uh, Green Arrow, uh-huh. when he he's done so much stuff with Cody Rhodes, and like you know he he had a match at uh, I think it was a SummerSlam. A while yeah, ago. I remember that. Yeah, or like Kumail Nanjiani last year had a little bit with uh, Batista. Batista, I love too, but uh, I like Batista a yeah, lot. Batista's great. Or, uh, or like uh, Michael Shea. Michael Shea and, uh, he just, and Colin Jost last year. Yeah, when year. they just get to like host Raw. Like yeah. I would love to host yeah, Raw and then get a, in the ring. Yeah, I would, that, that, yeah, I'd love to host a Raw or even a SmackDown or something and just just talk some serious shit and then oh, like all night to. and then just somebody gives me a bump. Like, you know, just like, <laughs> like I'll take a super like a super kick from Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Who's you know, a cool dude from what I heard. I know some people have done stand up with him. I'm like, so shout out to him. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. My friend, uh, this, this is his like famous i guess i don't know like his most famous thing he's done his credit if you will mm-hmm. uh somebody asked dolph ziggler like on twitter like oh doesn't it bother you that you like job so much in wwe <laughs> and uh ziggler replied with uh no you know like all i care is about cashing the checks or something like that <laughs> yeah. and my friend replied like oh you don't have you don't have direct deposit <laughs> no, like they don't give you a direct deposit that or actually like that. sounds like a thing they wouldn't do <laughs> <laughs> give them direct because they're all still technically independent contractors so I think yes. it is all check based every week it is it is it is just because like you said they're just independent contractors so they give you like 30 grand a week say you know that's yeah. 30 grand whatever you make mm-hmm. and then after that you have to pay you know your agents and like everybody your else agent, your manager your, your probably your personalized health insurance you buy oh yeah uh, yeah, they got it fucking unionized. So wrestlers, wrestlers need to unionize. Although I think does AEW provide? I think they do. I think, I think they do. I think they take care of pro wrestlers more, yeah. way more than they do. And I know uh, they're considering having an off season too, which I don't want personally. But like, just I think I think having wrestlers have offs, like like Moxley does uh, January to august or whatever he mm-hmm. takes the last four months off but then in that meantime somebody else comes in you know like just yeah. like like having like a rotation i think is good for the road but like i don't want like an awful like there's just no wrestling on you know yeah i think they might do the way the first the way that you said it first yeah, whether former. it's like a rotation mm-hmm. uh that would be nice that'd be cool because also the last people to get attached to new wrestlers and stuff and like it's kind of like you know like football and basketball like all those seasons like okay yeah football season's over let's move on to mm-hmm. not that it, you know wrestling is going to change much but like yeah. you're just like oh shit the rest the winter guys are here <laughs> the winter guys yeah like that'd be cool like, <laughs> the winter crew the winter crew <laughs> you know, that, way yeah. can, that way everybody can get healthy and stay through it for the season but even on those days off or those months off they would like find a way to make it to like do a tour or two in japan yeah i want to i definitely yeah exactly i think because they're still allowed to do uh, indies now right mm-hmm. yeah probably, hey, that's cool yeah, like the ba- the guys that don't have as many, they're not like top talent. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to go out and get booked everywhere else, which is nice because now you're leaving and you're going 
I have a TV credit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm way above everybody well, else it's, in this it's, locker it's room. Like, it's like us in stand up. Like if I got a fucking TV credit. Right. Like, right. Right. That's gonna allow me to tour everywhere. Exactly. Dude, I can. I've been waiting for a TV credit for like the longest time. <laughs> I mean, guys, as long as as soon as I get just one, just one, just, I'm just put, gonna like forever put the book show or something. Yeah. Or, like I, I know a couple. Of, oh God, I was at the strip yesterday, and I'm trying to think who's. It was like some like. It was like the most like who fucking cares credit, but I'm like, yeah, that's probably what I'd use too. I, I can't think of who it was, but it was very funny to me. Oh, I got I got some good ones. I got I heard some ridiculous ones in my day too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell them to you after. Yeah, that was really cool. funny. All right, well, Miguel, thank you so much, man, yeah. for doing this. It was a lot of fun. I don't really have to talk this much with people about wrestling. So <laughs> oh, really? This, this is, is amazing. I love talking wrestling. Uh, you got anything, uh, social media or anything you want to promote to everybody? Uh, sure. Give us a follow at 90DF underscore I won my podcast on Instagram and uh, I won my podcast on Facebook. And if you want to or like the show 90 Day Fiance, uh, like a lot, consider joining our Patreon. It's just I won my podcast. Uh, on patreon that's it okay. uh guys for me follow me at big Barry 63 on instagram follow the podcast at the big Barry podcast uh check out two mic minimum wherever you listen to whatever have you my other sister podcast uh on uh march 27th i'll be at the peakskill brewery hosting a fun show comedy on tap with marcus cardona jack Steloso, and a few other really funny comedians other than that everybody uh, have a pleasant evening afternoon and good night.